It was only a matter of time before Candyman he came back here. A story like that, a pain like that, lasts forever. This neighborhood got stained over and over. Say his name five times in a mirror. See what happens. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. like some bad movie. You know, I'm watching our intro because, you know, I watch it every week. <laughs> I, I do love honey. Sorry. Any, anyway, yes, intro. I was going to say, uh, one of the things that you, you were focusing on when you made the intro was these are all films we've reviewed. Mm-hmm. We never reviewed Top Secret. No, we did not. But so that did a good ending. No, of course, of course. Yes, uh, we have to review that at some point. I, I mean, it's a parody. How do you review a parody film? I, I mean, don't. You know, uh, what's the detail? Well, which, uh, you know, the only time I've ever reviewed a parody film on the show was uh, Vampire Suck because I saw it at the drive-in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but and even then, it was like, yeah, you know, it was funny. It was all right, and <laughs> you know, I didn't have much to say. You know, parodies. What you know? What are you going to go into? Well, I will say this. I mean, maybe if we did something like Top Secret, we could do like Airplane, Airplane 2, Top Secret. We could do like that episode could be reviewing that style of film during that time period, which is... I, I wouldn't mind doing a parody retrospective. I mean, it's, it's a genre that has like very few gems and a lot of uh, detritus. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's yeah. a word. Detritus. Yeah, no, uh -huh, I know it's yeah. a word. I read occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listen to my books lately. <laughs> no, hey, when you got a commute, I wish I had a commute now because I would do that. Yeah, actually, I'm actually losing reading time by not driving to work. I'll tell How's you, sound? well, I, I <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not going to fault you for having a really good commute or having a short one because we actually, or I, we decided to move a little further away for a much better lifestyle. Let's put it that way. But it also means that I'm about 20 minutes further away from work. During the pandemic, there was nobody on the road. I was flying to work, 
flying. I was getting there in no time. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Is yeah. it over? Pandemic is not over. Okay, but... I just, oh, you scared me there. I'm sorry. All right. But I, I, the... The... I didn't catch the news today. I, you know, <clears throat> when you said it past tense, I, it threw me off. Uh, you're right. I shouldn't have done that. But um, uh, the traffic has come back. Mm-hmm. The traffic has come back completely. Uh, everyone that was working from home, for the most part, and you know what it is too. I know we'll start the review in a second, but we've had a lot Real of people. Week. The real estate market here in New Jersey, specifically New Jersey, is absolutely bonkers. Every, Down here like too. every oh really, everything has gone up in value like big time. Um, but <clears throat> what we're getting a lot of here in New Jersey is we're getting a lot of New Yorkers moving into New Jersey. Oh. So we're getting people moving out of New Jersey, and they're being replaced with New Yorkers. So, and anyone that has the ability to work from home, that's fine. But what they've been replaced with are people moving in that don't work from home that are back on the road. So it's canceled each other out. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, great. We got tons of tech jobs. We got tons of, of supervisor jobs. We have tons of managerial jobs that can be done from home. They don't have to go in. And what it's been replaced with is people that have moved here that don't work from home. So the little bit of joy <laughs> that I had for nearly a year is gone. It was amazing. It, um, I'm not even going to comment on it because I, I don't want to delay the movie review anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. Because I'll spend 10 minutes on the topic. So it, It's just God a forbid. little bit of a rant. Yeah, so, All right. Yeah, no, no. So but, uh, what? Yeah. So, uh, welcome to Movie Subtastic, uh, our October uh, edition, one of our October editions, and we are reviewing the 2021 Candyman sequel. Yes. Oh, you know what's on the slide right now is the um, the laundromat um, manager. That guy. He's the shot that I found. He's he's reading a book when he sees him. I think for the first time. It's a mm-hmm. Clive Barker book. Yeah. What Weave World? Yeah. Weave World. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what fan. it was. No, me neither. But it's kind of neat, you know, that they incorporated no, no, it's, 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 it. It's an know. homage, considering Clyde Barker had no um, involvement with this version of Candyman. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I think one of the things that's refreshing about this is that we have, like, an um, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s uh, horror film about, like, urban-based. It's early 90s. But, 92, the first one came Yeah, 92. Out. I was going to say late 80s, early 90s. I'm saying it's still that time period. You know, like, the overlap. Well, sure. But anyway, early, it, we have an early 90s horror film uh, set in an urban environment about a, a black um, mythological killer. Right. And um, it was written by uh, a gay white British guy. <laughs> and, who, and Who is very sick, but still alive. Is he? Yeah, he's oh, uh, he's he's living he has he's living with AIDS, but they oh, made such yeah. they made a lot of medical advancements with mm-hmm. AIDS uh, medicine, uh, and people apparently, thankfully, can live longer, lo- like fruitful lives, um, because of this new medication that is out for it. See, th- this is this is how far away I am from my teenage years when I worshipped Clyde Barker's. I had no idea he even had AIDS. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's shocking. I just, I'm not speaking. I just don't care for some of his. You know, I'm, I'm just not a huge fan. That's all. I'm not knocking. No, the guy. I mean, I still um, love the first Hellraiser so, film. You know, I'm, I'm, I still do enjoy oh, yeah. Nightbreed. 
that you no. know I, I do like that film <laughs> like the here's the word like like I like you like the director's cut I can't bring myself to watch it oh no that's how much you know, I saw that in the theater dude you also dragged everyone to see Hellraiser 2 in the theater. And I apologized afterwards. <laughs> yes, you did. I wasn't there for that. Even I was I was astounded. It's like, I, guys, everybody. And, and I even drove everybody. I was like, I'm sorry I took you here. <laughs> it was horrible. We, you know what? You and I, we've apologized for taking people to movies a little too often. Yeah. yeah. We have. Well, but, when, you take, when you take a first date to see seven, what are you going to do? You know, I still tell that story. I was like... <laughs> You ever take a first date to a movie? Yeah, what'd you go see? Oh yeah, we saw you know uh, you know Shakespeare in Love. I have a friend who took a girl to see Seven. <laughs> They're like, what really? <laughs> he made me fuck her with that. That's that's. I remember I was sitting there where he's going, get it off me, get it off me. Get it. I was like, you know, this is probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I. I Think I fucked this one up. <laughs> now, if you get a second date by taking a chick to C seven, you're in good. Well, it in hindsight, I was the one that should have been running after the first date, but oh, that, that's okay. neither here nor there. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, Candyman. So yeah, Candyman. Candyman. So. Uh, oh, but anyway, what I was saying was was that so so you had this this story origin story or the original source was written by someone that's kind of removed from this urban element to begin with. Right. So it's nice to see that taken up. And not, And I originally, I didn't really read into it because I like to be going to these films blind now. I thought, I just assumed it was a remake. No, uh, no, it's actually... beforehand. Well, no, I'm saying before yeah. I watched it. I was like, and then someone said, no, no, it's a sequel. So really? So I'll have to see. And if, when it first started, I was kind of disappointed in like the... Basically, long story short, he, he completely worked the original film in and, and improved upon it yeah and yeah it's um, it's a sequel to to the a, first movie it's a direct right. sequel to the first film in 1992 right which again so so again now in the modern day we have this r- r- version of it the, it's finally come to a point where it, it's uh jordan peele black uh um writer director producer whatever you know produced and wrote it and you had a, a black uh female director who's now the first black female director to have uh, a film in the number one box office. Oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah, because uh, second week box office totals, um, Candyman beat out... Um, yeah, I have uh, it. I actually guy, brought... My guy. Free guy. Free, Free guy. guy. I actually brought it up. It made $22 million its opening weekend, mm-hmm. um, which it came out August 27th. Yeah, it made $22 million opening weekend. Free guy made 13 Um so yeah, number one movie that weekend. Twenty-two million during the pandemic. Uh, during a pandemic is pretty good, considering and that Venom. Considering. Well, and pretty bad considering that Venom just last weekend made ninety million, which that's pretty good. I mean, I think I don't uh, think the first film made that much actually. My kids went to see it opening opening night. I heard it's fun. Uh, they enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they went Thursday night actually, and it was uh, dead. So yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, because well. that, that's my only concern was having a lot of people in there. <sighs> yeah, I'm still. I, I was asked yesterday if I wanted to go to the movies, and I'm like, no. Fuck no. No. Maybe when I get my booster, maybe I would consider it. 
even then, nah, nah, no, 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 no. You know, I, I would really like. I think I brought this up. I did. Uh, I would like to see the Batman in in a theater. I would too. But come March, but who knows what numbers look like in March? Right. So, so, so I also feel the Candyman, uh, this Candyman twenty twenty one, vastly improves upon the original story or the original film. Let's just say the original film. Yeah. Uh, because. Um, even though we did have a focus of the, the origin story of this black mythological boogeyman was that he was um, disfigured and attacked by uh, white people because he, you know, he dated, a, he, you know, he either slept with or tried to run away with or dated right. a white girl. Which they only, the first film, they talk about that. The second film, they actually show that scene. Mm-hmm. Where he's getting his hand cut off and well, they put in, the hook in, in, in he smeared him. Silhouette puppet thing. No, I'm talking about the original trilogy, Candyman trilogy. In the original Candyman trilogy, the first film talks about the one from '92 talks about him uh, uh, being, you know, attacked and uh, you know, uh, the hand cut off, smeared him in in honey, bees attacking him. The second film is where they actually show that footage. Um, they actually show him being dragged out into a field, his hand cut off, meat hook put in, you know, honey on him, bees, and then he dies, all that stuff. Looking in a mirror, uh, they show him so he could look at himself, and then, yeah, you know, the, the, that's how the legend is born. They show that in the second film. I think it's called uh, Candyman, is it Welcome to the Flesh? or Farewell to the Flesh. Farewell to the Flesh. Um, and uh, Candyman Day of the Dead is the third one. So he- here's the thing. The second I and third film are, there, are not good. I forgot <laughs> that there were two sequels. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I, I really kind of feel like this film is a sequel to the first one. It is. It is a direct sequel to the first movie. Thank it you. Does so that, not, so that, no, it does not even take into account the second and third film. See, and and, and I, I, I would like to keep that way. No, I, well, where, where, also where I'm going with it is there are a lot of people, we'll just say they're white people, um, they're very angry at all the white people that died in this movie. Really? That it uh-huh. is, it, yes, it, it's, it's a thing. Listen, I noticed that there's an agenda happening with this movie, and I don't, well, it's not I an don't, agenda. it's, it's not an agenda. Well, it's a, it's a theme. It's the story. It's it's the subtext. Uh, I wouldn't call it an agenda. No, agenda listen. Means you're trying to. This isn't a propaganda film. This is a this is a horror film. It is a horror this film. Yeah, it is a horror film. But and listen, listen, I'm I'm on. No, I would definitely say there's. Listen, come on, like fourteen people, fourteen white people die. That, that good. That's, Come on. Well, well, no, well, here's Listen, I don't mind. I enjoyed the film. But, here's what I like, like about this film. Okay, and, and go ahead. Black people die in this film, too. So, uh, there, there. Flashback only. What? Flashback only. No, wrong. Mm. The two kids in the bathroom? That's a flashback. That's not a flashback. That's a flashback. That's not a flashback. That's the laundry no. guy's. Uh, uh, f- that's a flashback. That's his flashback. No, not that one. The two kids in the bathroom, where the the and the they won't let the little brother in, 
That's a flashback. That is not a flashback. It That's is a f- day, just like the th- just like the five girls in the school bathroom was modern day. That was modern day too. That was not a flashback. I'm pretty sure that was a flashback. No, no it was. That was not the laundry man. The laundry man is in the original scene with the kid taking his laundry in. Yeah, I know. That that's that. That's that scene. That is not the same kid. That you is sh- modern you, day. That is not a flashback. Sh- there's there's no reason to have a flashback at that point. And the flashback doesn't. And if it was a flashback, it has nobody in it from the film. So why would it be a flashback? Pretty sure it's a flashback. It's not a flashback. All right. After like I'm gonna, I'll look it up later, but pretty sure it was you can apologize later it's okay <laughs> we'll see about that no no I, uh, i'm telling you it's, it's not a flash okay but, so but but here's the thing but, um, but here's i'm listen i enjoyed the film i don't they can kill 30 white people i'm just saying there's a lot of white people that die in this movie right and that's the point though that is but i will also say this it's nothing new the Candyman films have always been an, or, a, a urban um, the, it's always been you. Right. Ju- you say Candyman five times in a mirror, you're fucking dead. Doesn't matter what color you are. All right, but here, here's my point: is that the, this? That's why again, Peel expounds upon everything from the originals, and the original dealt with this whole idea of an, uh, an urban legend based on this um, <clears throat> pent up violence, uh, rationalization for this pent up violence in the urban ghettos. Right. Um, right. So with this one. Peel takes it a bit further and says, why you blame it all on the urban ghettos? Who created the ghettos? It was the white people. And that's why you have the the, the Candyman uh, that's shown at the beginning of the film. Um, right. He's hiding. That, that, yeah. Right. So as, as is revealed through the film, this is a man who um, I, I, it's kind of implied that he's either innocent or at least, you know, he, it, it's kind of implied he was innocent because people were killed after he was beaten to death by the cops yeah so really what you have is is cops exacting vengeance on these black people cop, you know bring it to modern day with you know now we're finally acknowledging and seeing on body cams all these minorities uh being uh subjugated and just uh, abused by the police oh uh, yeah and, and Ab- so, no absolutely and, and, and right. so but, but, well listen so, but, when i say agenda you know i i say i i take it as a this is a different perspective. Um, That's why I said it's the wrong word because agenda is kind of a, um, um, it's like a, I wouldn't call it a dog whistle, but it's a, it's a keyword that's often often used to apply a nefarious attempt to um, at brainwashing or other things. You know, the gay agenda. Oh, they want to make everybody gay. I'm just saying it's okay. It, it's in a poli- in a political stance, it's the wrong word. That's only that's the only reason okay. I said it. Well, all I'm saying is I it, <clears throat> I, I think the film does. Uh, attract attention in that way to get but the, the word out that things these things do happen and let's move it into uh, a, a cinematic uh, a way when you watch the film it's like yeah this shit is happening you know and, black and, and lives yes. matter you know you know all of these things and yes it's a call to action what what are the last lines of the film when Candyman looks at the camera the original Candyman from the first film and what does he say oh he says tell everyone tell everyone tell or everybody every i forget which version of it i mean but uh i, I mean, mean more part. importantly i think people should be if people are going to complain about this don't complain about it you know white people dying stop it it's a horror movie well what they the should be was, complaining about is the fact that tony todd's in the movie for about 12 seconds well because he's <laughs> old he listen they cgi'd him young in yeah, those but, shots 
That's right. And 12 minutes is all we need of a CGI young person. 12 seconds. <laughs> we learned that from like the uh, Avengers Endgame. Well, the, there are some cool shots because, you know, throughout the film, this character, when he looks in the mirror, he sees, you know, the, the Candyman, uh, the original one that got uh, uh, beaten to death. But, and I know I'm skipping ahead to the end of the film, but there's a shot of him walking by, <clears throat> getting goosebumps because such a good shot. Um, oh. When he's walking by the police vehicle and you see the reflection on the other end, mm -hmm. it's Tony Todd. It's the original Candyman. Right. Well, because the original it, in this film. The, the, yeah, the 1992 Candyman. Right. So, but the thing is, it's like the movie, um, it moves itself self along. It paces itself in such a way where you, you're introduced to all, there's three different Candymen. And the film... Well, there's more than that. There's more than that. That's the whole point of it. It's like there's Candyman yeah, everywhere. That, so, and, and you know, it's like when Freddy Krueger... What was it? The second film or the third film? He goes, there's an Elm Street in every town. You know, it, it's basically like the same well, concept. The, the importance of... The, the importance of... God damn, what was I just going to fucking say? I, don't you hate that? I, I do. I, I don't feel responsible, though. <laughs> the the import the, the importance of peel rewriting this film and expanding the mythology to have other Candyman is the point of saying you know uh, like like you you think you think modern black people only have to have to look they have to look back to like victorian times to some painter to find somebody that was abused by white people what are you talking about this is a cyclical thing this is something that happens over and over again over and society and over and over. keeps letting it happen and that's why there so there's every generation has a candy man because every generation has dealt with the suppression by this um race you know uh, institutionalized racism of society yeah no absolutely um and this borders on not a it doesn't border on an important film i mean like you know judas and the black messiah is an important film but this movie still is it the i think it is judah judah and the black messiah judas and the black messiah judas yeah. and the black messiah you don't think that was an yeah. important film i i don't know about it. See, when you say an important film, for me, it's like it's like uh, that. Like important film changes shit. Important film sets a whole new direction. Listen, it's still a movie in the end. What I'm getting I at, think, what I'm get getting, out. what I'm getting at is what's because it's based on a true story. What happens in the film, the fact that it's made, the fact that people can see it and hopefully become more educated, makes it an important film. I'm thinking important on a grander scope. For me, Get Out is Listen. an important film because it actually it actually like reset the genre and reset an, an attention towards you know black filmmakers, black horror, uh, urban, you know whatever term you want to use. Yeah. Um. um I, I think that's I mean, an important film. I, I think Judas and the Black Messiah is an informative film, but I don't think that if it hadn't been made, things would be different. Well, listen. If Get Out hadn't come out. Uh, the current uh, horror climate would be completely different. I, I just, I believe it. I think it's like a major turning point. I'm not going to argue with you, but I'm also not going to. Okay. I'm, I'm also not going to 100% agree with that. That's I, all right. 
I just no. no, that's just what I think. That's all. I know it's what you think. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just I'm saying I'm not I'm not declaring it an uh an, you know unbroken an un unchallengeable rule. I'm just saying. I, I think in the end, know, these, if you're going to call something important, I think important means more than just you yeah, know. Oh, it was about something that meant something. Yeah, I listen. In the end, it's all just they're all just movies. It's just cinema. You know, whether you think what? no, yes, no. yes, could no, there are. There are important films. There are films that have shaped the country, shaped the culture, and shaped cinema. They're few and far between, but there are important films that actually, because art is an important part of our culture. And it I think is. film is an important part of our culture. It is. It can be, right. Uh, yeah. I, I, we all know the vast majority of it's shit. I'm, not, I'm agreeing with you. L- listen. Even the stuff I like. Uh, I think our definition of, of important is a little different. Yeah, I think I think it should be more important. <laughs> Now another thing I loved in this film. Yeah. Speaking of the, oh, I, first, I uh, love the cinematography. I'm looking at one shot that I have in. Well, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Speaking of the first black Amer- black director to hit number one at the box office, the direction of this film is beautiful. Cinematography is beautiful. Yeah. I apologize. Keep going. No, I was gonna say in the slide it was the one shot of the art gallery right before those two get murdered. Uh, before mm-hmm. you know, it, because of the blues and the reds and the blacks and the way. It's 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 panned in the in the scenes is just gorgeous. It just it's if this this film should be nominated for best cinematography, but it's not going to because it's a horror film. But hopefully they can mm-hmm. they can they can look at the film in a broader range and say, hey, yes, it's a horror movie, but the cinematography is excellent. If it wasn't as gory as it is, it might have a better chance. <sighs> yeah, but. Just from just from a politics standpoint. I mean, the cinematography, let's say, in the the kill scenes, is still good too. I mean, like the the scene near the end, uh, where it, there's the the abandoned projects that they're in right mm-hmm. before the police arrive. That whole shot is awesome. Just the just the way the 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 graffiti on the walls look and the orange. I mean, come on. Do you think it was by accident that that room was like a honey-colored room? Come on. Mm-hmm. It just it's like no, no. Thing, things like uh, that, smart little things like that. And a lot of mirrors. Well. And so oh, did, they did that on purpose. They did that on purpose because they did kind of like I, a jaws uh thing where they don't show the uh, Candyman for a long time. Like a lot of these kills, you don't even see Candyman doing them. You see them in uh, mirror reflections, like the girls in the right, bathroom, yeah. the 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 art, uh, his art, not the art dealer, but the the reporter that he goes to to visit. Um, I, I, think I think it's Jaws a reporter. Is a bad comparison, but I, yeah, I agree. Well, the whole uh, comparison for Jaws is you don't see the shark for an hour. That's my comparison. Right. So you don't, don't you don't see you don't really fair. see Candyman, uh, like. Full Candyman's uh, uh, stance, like where you see him, see him till almost the end of the movie. No. You see him in the reflections and mirrors, and that's it. Yeah, but he's standing up. What about the whole sequence uh, at the uh, the uh, art critic or whatever the hell she was house that's apartment? What I, the round, the round building. You in mirror only, and only when he's looking in the mirror. Well, in a mirror, but he's full length. You can see him. I mean, you like you can see him. It's not like he's like it's if, split. If you see a shark in a mirror. It's not like oh, it doesn't count. It's split second. It's split it's not, second. No, that scene is not a split second. You you see him, 
you see him well no 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 you're right that scene is not a split second but that's your like real first on it because that's when you have him doing the harpo thing with the mirror right right but aside from that scene it's flashes it's mirror flashes that's it I agree well, listen, with the progression. That's but that, I don't that's think how long into the Jaws, movie? I think it's sooner than Jaws. Well, I think Jaws is what? I think Jaws is almost at the one hour mark. I think that so, scene is like so, forty minutes. I mean so, fifty so, minutes, like something saying, like so that. It's not as severe as Jaws. That's what I'm that's all I'm saying. I'm saying holy, um, holy shit. <laughs> all I'm comparing it to is that they make you wait to see the shark. You get what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So so I, I do like the idea that Peel turned it into a Wait mirror a situation hold, where hold, you can only see him in the mirrors. Why? Why are you? Um, hold it on. It takes that whole. Hold on. What? Why did you just what? jump right past that? I have nothing else to add to it. You were you were done hearing what I had to say. I I I I'm done saying anything about it. That's all. I have nothing else to add. Well, listen, I compared it to Jaws. I, I think the last word. I know you did. But you, I, I was. Move us on. I, I <laughs> well, you fought me on the shark. I did, but then I gave you the final word and I moved on. Mm. Because I love you. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to Mare. <laughs> this is how those conversations go. But but my, anyway, my, my point is, go ahead. Um, I I like that fact he expanded it like that because it adds the whole dimension because you're looking in a mirror anyway and i think a lot of it too right. is um here, here's the point here's the here's the real point that like a lot of these people that are complaining about white people dying are missing is that what when he because originally the 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 art critic kind of blows them off at, in the uh, art gallery it's like oh right. yeah yeah we know we know we know why you know that all that uh all that um get all the uh, tenement building stuff that was just so your artists could have cheap rent because you didn't want because you wanted to dick around and not work it's like blame, blaming the, the, the whole situation on yeah. them. Yeah, it was a whole fucking dick move. So later, when he's like, you should, you should try looking at it from our, you know. The whole point is like telling him, look at it from our point of view. Look in the mirror. There's always someone behind you. You're always looking over your shoulder. That is the bl- reality of a black America. Yeah. And that's the reality that most white people don't understand. I think the whole film's a metaphor for that. And that's why I think expanding the mirror uh realm and making mirrors so consequential look how many times you see uh anthony mccoy's the, the main character's name the one that turns into the new candy man uh, yeah he played uh black mirrors? manta in in aquaman he's the guy mm-hmm. that played black manta in aquaman um no you're right uh, it just the mirror is extremely important in this film um it it, it oh, you're, but, and, and, and i do agree that it is a metaphor and it it, it definitely works by the way, oh, yes, yeah. all the way through. Yeah, especially at the end. Look at the end where his where they they shoot him. Like uh, they kind of they really kind of blur it. So at first, I wasn't even sure what happened. It was we don't have to tell you we're gonna. But basically, the cops burst in and just shoot Candyman. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. While yeah. he's lying there prone, not doing anything, and then later, so the so she's in the cop car, and the guys in the cop car in the mirror. Is looking at her, explaining this to her, is like, "Hey, you can say this, or we can put you in jail for life." You know, basically. Oh, oh you, you mean know, the again, the Proud the whole, Boys police force? Yeah, the Proud Boys <laughs> police force. Thank you. And, and, and again, just the metaphor in place, and the fact that uh, he's we we see him mostly in the mirror the entire time. That cop, 
Right. Is because again, he gets put in that position of looking over your shoulder. The whole mirror thing. Right. Really, is played out right to the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, played out in a good way. Did you notice? Because um, it just came up in one of the slides, uh, the art gallery where it says you're obviously in the wrong place. That little neon light flashing, but then mm-hmm. the um, the word obviously and place the uh, some of those letters were out. Yeah. Now, I'm tr- I'm looking at it, and I had to pause it. I'm looking at it over and over and over, and the only thing I can take out of it is you're obviously in the wrong place. Is a metaphor for something like, like like maybe it was a. Uh, foreshadowing for the his art dealer and the girl that gets killed right and then well i think it's a foreshadow i'm sorry go ahead sorry oh and then the letters that are missing um it flashes in such a way where it says you're obviously in the wrong ace like you're obviously in the wrong so i don't know it's just Mm -hmm. like it's obviously for a reason and i don't exactly know i can only speculate I was wondering if you well, had mean, noticed it too, and I I did notice that. And my original thought was that the main thing is you're obviously in the wrong place. Is you know again, it's it's how you know this is, this is the life of a black American. You always feel right. like you're in the wrong place, especially if you're you know not in your place. If you know right. what I mean, and and that whole that horrible state of being, uh, did I also think it's a it could be also be a direct reference to. Uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, Troy. No, not Troy. God damn it. Um, Anna Marie, his his wife. I just forgot the character's name. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, as she's talking to this this uh, art dir- dir- art gallery director or museum director, and she's saying, "Oh, I like you and stuff." Yeah, yeah. Okay, because and she turns out she's less interested in her as a person and more interested in the fact that she's that her husband is this uh, artist who's on the rise now, being mentioned in the Candyman murders, and the fact that she comes from a past where her own artist father killed himself, and, it's, and she's like, and that's the only draw to her. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that scene that he tells her he could fly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I can see your confusion with flashbacks because there are some flashbacks like that that aren't really explained right. outright, and you have to actually go through it. So I can see there being confusion about that. But I um, am right. Um, I don't think so. Um, you know what's funny? Uh, Chris Rock, uh, comedian Chris Rock, he he just came out and said he as he, opposed to the opera singer Chris Rock. Uh, yeah, Chris operatic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he's vaccinated, but he ended up with with COVID anyway. And oh, that's the cat. Um, he said that uh, having COVID is almost hard as hard as being a black man. That's what he said. Almost. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, with this film, I, I, I'm not surprised that there are white people out there complaining about being white people being killed in the film. Oh no. And those are the white people that are, the, and they're the ones that are the problem. Well, yeah. The thing is, after I watched the film, I turned to Mayor and I was, I was like, it was good. Uh, what do you think? And she was, it was very, very good. I go, but did you, did you notice the, you know all the white people that died she goes oh yeah there was a lot of white people that died and i was <laughs> oh, like oh my oh my yes and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up because i know because it's i shouldn't say this you know it, it's like when when you see a car accident and you people rubberneck they they, they slowly rubberneck so they can see the accident 
It just You're like, oh, let's see what's going on Twitter right now. Yeah, I, I kind of have to admit, I'm yeah, like, that I, kind of thing. I was like, I'm gonna look at all these morons and see what they're saying. <laughs> uh, it's like I have to, I have to see what's what's doing. But, uh, um, so yeah, you know what's interesting too? There was there was a few people that oh. were complaining about, um, just on it on the on the horror franchise standpoint just liking the Candyman films that they mm -hmm. took too many liberties with how people are killed um because they said that there's always people that are you know diehards it's like listen um you say the, you say his name in the mirror five times you die why does you know like the art like uh, for instance in the art gallery she yeah. she says it five times, but the guy gets to die too. That's not because how... they were both in the mirror. Because they were both in the same mirror. Dude, come on, I noticed that. Well, yes, but people are complaining that the person that says it should be the one that dies. Well, then they should say it themselves and find out what happens. <laughs> oh wait, is it only a film? Never mind. Yeah, it's only a movie. Yeah, actually, yeah. Any any arg This film really paid get it this is fucking jordan peele he paid attention to fucking detail by the way did you notice and I, I i i didn't notice myself but i read it somewhere and i giggled when i saw it um the main character that becomes Candyman, anthony mccoy yeah that did know you notice his name is his name is said in full only five times before he turns into the candy man oh really <laughs> that's what i read i haven't i haven't confirmed it but i why would they lie no, no. That's... And when I read it, I was like, I could, I was like, that's something Peel would do. Absolutely. No, that's. I, I won't even say that's something Peel would do. I would say that's somebody a good writer would do. You know, which well, that, uh, which that, Jordan that, Peel yeah. is. Right. You know. So yes, I. Now that you've said that to me, I can guarantee you that it's true. I guarantee that it's true. You know what? I bet I can download subtitles for this movie and I can just do um, a control F to find the name and I bet it only comes up five times. Gar I guarantee it. I'm going to do it later. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> but so. have we said enough about Candyman? I believe I mean, so. Uh, I, really... yeah. No, I and, think and so. Also, the the idea to use like the, the shadow puppet Oh, I loved uh, either, it. Uh, to, show, to tell the, the, the mythological. Fucking a brilliant idea. I absolutely... Um, I don't know if that was original screenplay or if that... Oh, I don't know. But I'm glad they did it because it worked. It just... It was oh. it was cool. It was creepy. It was very well done. I loved it. I loved everything about it. And it, it also kind of visually contextualizes the idea of um, um, oral tradition or oral legends being passed on down oh yeah uh you know it really you know it, it evokes that um well i think it also uh, um and i think it's it's just a little bit extra on what you're saying when Candyman, the original Candyman, actually uh, i forget his name but when he becomes Candyman during that time period i believe it's it's early 19th century you know, it's the 1800s. It's it's during that time period. Mm -hmm. That was, you know, puppetry and things like that. This kind of entertainment you would see if you walked into town or you know, a theater of some kind. You would see things like that. 
So I think I that's... Know, I remember. <laughs> I think that's also why it worked as well, because, you know, it, mm-hmm. it goes back to a time period of no TV, there's no movies, there's no nothing. It's uh, barely, uh, you know, I don't even think there were light bulbs yet. So it, it's it's definitely, definitely cool. And I'm glad they did it. And it also shows that, that, that history uh, is... is not only communicated through journalism or historic, you know, historians and stuff, but it's also, history is also passed down through tradition and through entertainment and art. Right. That is also how we learn history. And, that, and I think having the, ma- the main character of this film as an artist uh, really was a genius stroke, and it really adds a depth to that idea. Yeah. <clears throat> and he, be- he, actually, he, becomes, he actually becomes like a, a, a living artwork. Yeah. In some regards. Yeah. He, um, uh, you know, as a slideshow is going, I grabbed a few movie posters, and there's a few of them that say, you know, 2020, June 2020, and I forget, I forgot mm-hmm. that this movie was supposed to come out a year ago, and mm-hmm. it, it didn't. It was supposed to come out last summer, so it, it's it's crazy that to, to think that this film was made two years ago. Yeah. You know, a year and a half at the it's minimum. Crazy time. I it's know. A crazy time. I know. All right, let's take a look at what uh, it's so, uh, on IMDb. Oh, way too low. What the fuck is this? It's six a, stars? It's a six out of fuck ten. You. Well, you know what? I don't I don't usually hell. do this, but let's go to the Rotten Tomatoes. All right. I find the uh, find Rotten Tomatoes not to be better, but a better gauge, I think, a little bit, because... There's an audience score and a critic score, and I I like the fact mm-hmm. that there are both. All right, let's see. They're both are full of shit. They really are. Eighty-four uh, percent on the critic score and seventy-two percent. Sounds more like it. Eighty seventy-two uh, percent on the audience score. So the audience score is a little less. Must be all those uh, complainy white people. Um, but it is still both very good scores. It's better than I, uh, a six. It's way better than a six. What do you think yeah, for this? I, I, I'm thinking a minimum eight. Minimum eight. Minimum. Hmm. Film is too well done, too visually stunning, and too smart. A seven is an insult to this film. A <laughs> seven is an insult. Um, I I think so. I think so. This is one of I I always say it. This is one of those times where I could give it a, a like a seven and a half. I don't know. I mean, I'll I'm gonna agree to an I'm eight. I'm gonna agree to an eight. You're looking at English. your rubber berber. Your your feet is breaking up. I apologize. I said you're lucky. I didn't go for a nine. And no, nine's not happening. Stop it. You, you know why I try. You know why I didn't try to go higher than an eight. Because I wouldn't have it. No, no, no. The real reason. What's the real reason? Because uh, at the end, when he can Candyman, and he takes that hook and he shoves it into the the stump. Oh yeah. I was like, "There's no fucking way you're shoving that giant piece of metal right through a stump. There's bones and shit there." <laughs> and then Holly, my my lovely CMA wife, she says, "Oh, you guys." You broke up, and we all missed it. 
you could say it again because no one heard. I'm really not in the fucking mood for this shit tonight. No, nobody, nobody heard what yeah, you said, I, so you I, can yeah, say it again. Well, where did where where did it drop off? Where did uh, it drop you off? You said my my lovely CMA wife. That's that's the last we heard. Now I can't hear you. Oh, <laughs> you can't hear me now at all. Hello. Did your audio? Oh boy! All right. That? I can hear you. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Do, should we just end it? Are you okay? It's fine. It's okay. No, it's, it's still breaking up. That's why. Oh. Oh, I see. Can you hear me now? Are we good? No, I can hear you just fine. I don't know if you can hear me though. I can't even, all right, where, where did it drop off? I'll just finish my, my thought. Uh, you said my lovely CMA wife. Oh, yeah, so I'm complaining. There's no fucking way you're getting that hook through all that bone and shit. What are you? My lovely CMA, CMA wife turns to me and says, hey, no, no, bones are hollow. <laughs> it's like, what is he, a fucking bird? Says, no, no, you don't get to stand up for horror films now. Uh-uh. Well, well, so, I will say this. Eh. Nick no, I, I will say this, and I'm not giving the film a nine because I'm going to be right here. Um, they cut his hand off past the wrist, okay? So if you look at the bone for your arm, I'm holding my arm up. You have a bone here, and you have a bone there, and it is hollow in the middle. If you cut off at the wrist, that shit goes right in. There's nothing getting in the way. And there's two bones, and I get it, and yet, but still, I it just it just seems too easy for me. You know what's easy? Banging that shit in after you cut off at the wrist. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong. There's all dead space in between there. Still not getting a nine. <laughs> That's not fucking happening. Eight, I'll go with an eight. No. Yeah, me. That's what I'm saying. Me too. Eight, eight as it is. All right, let's go ahead and eight end is. the show. Let's let's end it. Eight it is. If you uh, if before, you have before shit gets worse. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Let's if you it. if you haven't seen the film Candyman, see it. If you're a white person, get over it. It's <laughs> just enjoy the fucking movie. All right. There's way weirder shit than Candyman. <laughs> Scott and I have seen them all. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next time. Please, as always, visit our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can listen or download the show there. You can go to iTunes, and you can download or listen to the show there as well. You can go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can also leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, which we will play, uh, it's 908-514-4470. Also, download the Android app for your phone, tablet, or any Android device. Go to moviesucktastic.com forward slash mst.apk or you can download your favorite podcast player and just do a search for Movie Sucktastic and you can listen to all our shows that way. Mr. Wilson, do you have any words of wisdom? Tell everyone... <laughs> yes, tell everyone about Movie Sucktastic. Anyway, yes. 
We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Not the bees. Not the bees. This is not going to bring back your goddamn harvest. <laughs> what a terrible movie. Wicker Man. Yikes. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye.